shit out here fucked yeah. up. Like, this world shit, bro, it's fucked up out here. Tell like, you. Like, the influence out here, it really ain't nothing but a motherfucking lie. It's a dream. It's something that's going to take you down. You know what I'm saying? Like but, a, but when they strip this shit away, like, when you get all this shit stripped away, no TV, no video games, yeah. no social media, no bitches, or feel... Oh! Uh-huh. Hey, wait, 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 wait. You know hey, nah, Man, hey, look, I feel... He said, I'm, no, what? No females in your life. Good God. You know what I'm no, saying? Good God. Hey, life life go on without you. Hey, I, ain't I, ain't lie. Lie. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I love, I love my little female friends. Oh, that was the worst part for me. Little, she poor. Life go on. She do life her little bees and all that. She's cool, too. Gentlemen, this is Great Apes Cafe. I hope we are live and direct on the airwaves. Click that like button and subscribe to the podcast. Man, how's everybody doing? I got to introduce everybody, man. We ain't, I see them niggas in a month. How y'all been? I'm feeling all right, man. Go ahead, introduce, tell me the world who you is. It's your boy, Cool Kev. You know what I'm saying? Greatest smile. No. <laughs> What's up, man? Talking to town, Kev. Uh. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, introduce yourself. Oh, you brother. already know. It's the biggest boss. If you don't know, you lost. It's top. Had a good one, man. Okay, who, who are you, Chief? Man, my name is Ron, man. You know, um, you a little nervous, y'all. My boy, I'm Ron. I'm nervous. I'm new to this. You know, I'm just trying to see what's going on, man. Okay, okay, okay. I had to interview Ron. He got some things he, you know, I know that he want to make sure he vibrate and talks with everybody with. Um, And I appreciate you having here in his beautiful house. I appreciate him having beautiful. us here. Beautiful. Um, yeah, um, mad respect. I got mad respect for this Appreciate man. He, it, bro. he an old head. He don't look it. He look my age, but he, you know, he an old head. Mad, mad respect to that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I got to start off. Hold on. Before I do that, let me go ahead and get some of the drink. Because I need, I need, I'm just, you know. <laughs> you say I'm an old head, boy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to first have to buy you like, hey, yo, unk, man. Oh, <laughs> I got to say, oh, now, hey, look, watch, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga call me unk. What? When age come <laughs> wisdom, let him know. That's when you know you old. Hey, look, yeah, my, uh, my little uh, called me that boy. I said, damn, they call me unk. <laughs> that's so crazy. He done he see more revolutions than the other son in a little bit. <laughs> so, hey, 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 nah, with age come wisdom. I got to give him that. That's a great uh-huh. respect. Uh-huh. I tell all the old people all the time when I'm around, I said, I'm a young man just trying to be an old man. For mm. real. If I make it there, I know I did something right. Oh, yeah, pardon me, bro. You know, cursing them. You get freedom of speech is your first amendment. You can fucking curse if you want. To. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to curse? This is, I mean, y'all, y'all, this Shit. is your castle. Do I mean, you want me to use, you okay with me using profanity? You know how we give it up. I don't care about that. I was just saying, like, I don't know, you know how that, you know what I mean? We, we good. I be good, bro. I be good. Yeah. We can curse on this. I can't, if you can't be yourself, I don't want a damn interview. But I'm happy we, we here. I'm, ha- I'm definitely happy about that. And, um, we gonna to touch bases, um, but, but before we actually do that, I want to make sure y'all good. I ain't see these two niggas in a while. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get on, we got a podcast member that's here, but he ain't here. But we gonna shout him out anyway. Shout out my nigga Chunk. Chunk, we gonna put him on. He in the cut. He in the cut. Yeah, yeah. Because it ain't about one; it's about all. You know my my homeboy Chunky. Shout out to my nigga one. Chunky. I I knew Chunky since he like a little little brother to me. You know what I mean? He like a. 
you know, he here in the podcast. He's too nervous to jump on the front of the screen. <laughs> but it's all love, man. Shout out to my nigga Chunky. He know who he is. Um, but yeah, before we actually talk about the interview, I just want to make sure y'all good. I see y'all in a month. Yeah, man. Like, how y'all been? Y'all been good? Man, I I got sick over a while. I heard you had coronavirus. You know, man, I'm back, man. I'm back. I'm back full in effect. Right. Healthy, healthy shit. My homeboy Kev is like, I'm off for five, after five days, I'm going to go I'm, around. My blood pressure was high. I said, nah, yeah, man. Your boy Kev got high blood pressure. I had that's, to go start working out again. That, got the gym membership. That's like chicken grease. My, my nigga was like, he was like, uh, five, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> my nigga was like, <laughs> yeah. my nigga was like, hey, yo, after five days, I'm going to come around. I said, no, your ass ain't. Hey. We go, we can do the podcast after about 12 motherfucking days. We ain't coming around. Hey, look, I'm like, yo, some podcast today. He's talking about, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, we well, do no. Hey, look, he said he had coronavirus. I'm glad we changed that hey. up. I'm glad we got it together. We hey, here. Hey, that's why we here. I'm happy you're here. Tonight. Yeah. I'm happy you're here. Do sure. your research. I'm going to say this. I, I mean, I'm glad this, me being away from y'all, man, I've really realized this is a therapy for me, man. Like, just to be able to, to talk amongst, you know, people that I relate to. And you know what I'm saying? Knowing that my problem ain't the only it's problem. It's like a family, in the world. man. It's like you know fact. what I'm saying? What exactly. I tell y'all last time, my problem ain't the only problem in the world. So sometimes I like to, you know, be able to be a voice to somebody else's issue. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. I can, you know, give a uh, get a better understanding of my own. So you know what happened with me, man. I lost my partner the day after Christmas. You know what I'm right. saying? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and we didn't get a chance to bury him until last week, man. Mm. So Yo, check on your people, man. When I tell you, like, I was depressing, you know what I'm saying? Like, going through it, doing doing things that I know was right. wrong. Check on your people, man, because you never know what they're going through, man. Real talk. Right. That I learned in psychology class that um, venting is one of the most important things you can do. And if you have yeah. just one person to vent to, that can mean the difference between the high levels of anxiety, high levels of depression, mm. or low levels of anxiety and depression, mm. you know? Um, and and I think what what comes with that anxiety is a fear of the future, and depression is trauma of the past. So if hey, you can I'm figure a, that out and how to get through that, then you at a higher hey, level. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I'm gonna tell y'all some real junk. You know what helped me get over that? I had I had I'm on some real shit, yo. I got I got like a I had like a I guess like some type of depression or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I Mike, I tried shrooms. Shit. I tried shrooms. So. I just said, nah, I just but you got a life, hey, you got I, a life altering hey, nah, experience. Nah, I, though. I mean, I ain't. It's like, no, don't get me wrong, like discrimination in itself, self-discrimination, yeah. or whatever. Nah, yeah. it's not self-discrimination. Yeah. The next day, like, I, 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 I just had a clear insight. There you go. So, right. Right. I don't know how everybody else trip. Was. Right. I ain't seen no elephants. There are certain psychedelics <laughs> that can that can alter <laughs> your mind. I was connected. Yeah. And I finished. Get the yeah. fuck. He said I ain't seen no elephants. But let me say this, Tim. There are certain psychedelics that can open your mind up too, to the point where if you were in your regular mind, you wouldn't be we'll able to touch that. So you know what I'm saying? Because depression puts walls up. Depression yeah. is nothing but when a wall. You, when you look of at anger. The- you know what I'm saying? When you look at the research, you're absolutely right. Right. I, you know, sometimes I really don't like agreeing with y'all, but when you, when you <laughs> look at the research, it is true that when it comes to uh, certain medicinal drugs, um, and I hate that even labeled as a drug because it's actually natural, but when you look at some of the uh, mechanisms that happen in the brain, it helps cope with some of these depressions and, mm-hmm. and, and alleviating your body. Uh, to be in a better state than what it is, and they've been doing it for thousands of years. You look at right before um, us. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so what y'all saying is not technically incorrect. Mm-hmm. 
That's nah, real man, though. So that's that's real some real shit. Though. Yeah, facts. Just think about why it's legal in places like Utah and not legal here. <laughs> so, oh, all I know is Snoop. So Snoop, there's somebody. Snoop, no, it works for somebody. It you just, gotta, you gotta follow. We'll get there. <laughs> when it comes to drugs, when it comes to something like even marijuana, and I, we is getting a little bit off topic, but you gotta look at the history of why it became illegal. You think about um, marijuana, and um, in the newspapers that they printed. Um, in America, it's they, you know, man, Negro man gets crazy and want to rape a white woman based on sure. being high from marijuana, which is definite, not definitely not true. But thanks to Harry Anslinger, right? right. <laughs> my man, my man is knowledgeable. Based on some situations like that, that's why shit like that happened, mm-hmm. and it's actually good for you. You know what I mean, or helpful for you. You know, um, but they can legalize stuff like alcohol. Um, which does much more damage to the body and the liver, the brain. We we start looking at, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. cellular uh, uh, breakdowns of of chemicals and the processes that happen in the body. It's not. Then why would they, if I get to that, then I have to bring up, why would they re-legalize drinking? So I I go as far as to say that to say prohibition. The why <laughs> prohibition? The, the reason why marijuana to me is still an illegal thing is because it would take away everything else that the the dust pushers do. It would take all. It would take everything away from what the uh, the the monies that go into judges' retirements. You got to realize probation money goes into judges' retirements. It goes into police department equipments. It goes into different things. So if you take one thing away from it, and that's the biggest thing next to civil forfeit uh, forfeit uh, forfeiture, what do you got? Right, and to add extra another layer on the cake on what he just said. What do you got? <laughs> probation it, is a big part of. The racket. Right, right, that's right. yeah. In other words, United States of America make more money. It's a big with, business with the drug being illegal instead of legal. So you're right. I'm not knocking that. the The whole situation of Ronald Reagan war on drugs was just just to get money. It's oh money. yeah, they all everything came back has on to that. do with money. And I, I I don't even. There's certain things that I can't even display or tell you about on camera, um, for fear of just knowing too much. And maybe if I do get big enough, I'll let you know more information about that. But. Not Speaking right of that, though, I'm going to say this. The biggest thing to that is when they found out that the CIA had something to do with them oh, flooding shit. the streets, how about your homeboy, George H.W. Bush, pardoned everybody? Look, it, do you your research. But you can't be surprised. Do your research. You, and all the drug dealers went to prison, but the people that were helping it, the fans that were actually pushing it and that was helping it happen, they all got pardoned. You talk about junior or senior? Oh, definitely senior. Okay, so senior who... Hey, was, you got to put an H on that, motherfucker. I, def- <laughs> I, I definitely... We, we talking about the person who was also... Before he became president, he was a uh, the leader of the CIA, right? Yeah. Okay. So exactly. Sure we talk about exactly. The same now he's he's talking. I, I don't want right. to... Right. I, 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 I want to defer. Yeah. I want to defer Look from, that up. It, uh, um, so I forgot the committee out. name he of let it. let him out? But yeah, yeah, he pardoned everybody that had anything to do with any of it. He had they all got pardons. You know what? I man, love they should have pardoned on Rick. I, I love y'all. <laughs> they, but no, but he I had gotta, to I'm trying to defer from that. Technically, they that, got him on a third strike that wasn't the third strike. So he got he had to overturn his situation by the grace of God and and him looking at his cases a hundred times because that's all you're gonna do is sit right. in the cell and look over your case a hundred times. Well, well, I mean, wait not, a minute, not, this this strike don't sorry, count as a third strike. And had he not done that, he'd still be there. It's way more what he's saying. It's just just the iceberg. I don't even want to talk. I, I what I know about it, it when it look when you look at the grand fiasco of. 
drugs in America, the whole the whole situation on how to to make things illegal and miraculously in the 50 top worst neighborhoods in the country, guns is going to show up. Mass production of drugs is going to show up. This is not, this is, this is not conspiracy. This is not fringe. There is a reason behind everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I right now cannot divulge what I know to be a truth because it would be a fearful thing to do. So anyway, let me switch subject. I do agree with you. But that goes in the... In I do the, agree in with our, you. Our, our, yeah. Right, right. But for, for, the, for, the, for the sake of all everybody here, I'm switching the subject. Yeah. Because United States of America government don't really care about you. <laughs> you know what time I mean? and time again. Like, really, <laughs> let's be real. Think about think about the prison industrial complex. Of course, America. America is supposed to be the freest country in the world. Yet we have more people incarcerated than any other country in the world. <laughs> but let's not let's not talk about but, let's why? talk about the prison the, the pipeline system too that they just figured out was an existing pipeline when they got the two judges. For sending like oh what over over forty some kids straight to prison like school to prison pipeline they had they they uh what did they um they found out that they were getting paid like two million dollars to send them kids to private prisons they get extra money and I think that happened right under our noses when it comes to the the whole private the practice of private prisons I think that that in itself should be abolished. I also um, want to state that yes, Michael Jordan does not own prisons. There's a white guy named Michael Jordan who owns. But there's prisons. a lesser two. So don't try to come at my th- Michael Jordan. <laughs> well, well, my homeboy Jordan don't own prisons. Isn't there, le- isn't there a lesser <laughs> two evils to that? If you cancel privatization, then you have you do have um, a government interference of that. And, and and when you look at the history that of government, that would blossom federal prisons overnight. To that, me, this that's that true. Would I did time prisons. in a private prison too, yo. But right. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's disgusting. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tell you what is disgusting, though. From the feds to a private, it's yeah. completely different. different. The problem I have with just the whole concept of private prison, in the concept of a federal, I get to the federal in a minute. But when you look, when you look at the private privatization of of the prisons, it's they, it's like it's a fucking franchise, you know. Yeah. So let's say if I own a prison. And right? Bob Hope is the, the state, man. The state <laughs> is going to give me a check. And the federal... the fed, I'm going I'm to get gov- government money from the Fed based on a quota of how many people I have in the prison. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a stipend for the amount of money that they have to get used to, to eat. I need every bed filled up in my prison. So I need the government to send people for the prison. I need more... Shit to be illegal for them. You see the problem? That's but what are you up? worth to them a day? Think about this. What are you worth to them a day? Or what are you worth when you're t- making trades for their products? Let me, that they're let me bringing give you, you. Let me give you an example. Think about think about on both sides. What are you? What are you? What is worth more to them? You it's, being housed there or the products that they're bringing to you? Think about this. Bob Hope, Muff, Price is Right was the man of all. Let soaps. me ask. Let me Detergents, ask you this question. Toothpaste, I agree. everything. You right, know what I'm right. saying? I agree with you. Yeah. You got it right. But what happened? What happened? What makes more? The things that you got to buy when you already got to get here or me housing you when slave- something already built? <laughs> right, right. When slavery happened. Think about it. What Why happened, did minutes go up What on happened the to prisons then though? Let me interject. Yeah. Hold on. Let me interject. When slavery, after slavery was abolished, yeah. what was the new slave system for black people? Jim and it's, Right, and what came along that with Jim Crow? Codes? Who built, right, who built them railroads besides the Asians? Don't come at my Asians like that right. now. We did. 
exactly. And who and Indians and Indians. This is just the railroad system. We're not even talking about the the highways and shit. Right. On the Eisenhower. Oh, we know system. who the Tar Heels are. <laughs> we know where that where we come when from. When you look at the prison industrial system, it's always about the money. It's never about right. justice. Sorry. Next to cotton and tobacco, what like, else? Like, was, if you what else was here that black people didn't have their hands on? What else did we have agriculturally? What else did we have that would that wasn't here? Tobacco and cotton. Jump down, turn around, pick a belly. <laughs> Jump down, turn I'm sorry, I got that little Chris song stuck in my head. It's called Potion. Look it up. But anyway, now you're now you're. It's not tobacco anymore. It's not cotton anymore. It's you. You're the biggest commodity to the government. You're the biggest... Com- Why? It's easy. I asked, like I said, going back on this, I asked Governor Cooper in a letter after he won again and told him, hey, I'm your constituent. I just want to know something. Since you you know, you know, got four years in, let me ask you a question. You've probably been there a while. Maybe you're versed in it. How many people... Uh, what's the, uh, the, the, uh, disparage, the disparaging uh, uh, ratio of black to white convictions on marijuana? I got my answer the very next Monday. Really? Really, really. So Cooper sent you a fucking message. He didn't send me one back. He sent it out in a star in in uh, a letter to uh well overall letter that he put out okay, in a, a statement. And then they they took the statement and they put it on Star News and all of that, like all the mm. main yeah all the news because so Cooper actually responded. Yes. What was the what was do you remember the, the uh, oh it was overwhelmingly it was overwhelmingly disparaging like it, overwhelmingly like they had they even had some columns where they took old retired uh police uh. Uh, 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 and deputies statements and said, well, you know, what did you get when you had stops and stuff like that? Well, I ain't, I, they were, and some of them were just being honest. Some of them had a feeling more so than they knew that there was marijuana in the vehicles. So, and that was just one part of just the search and seizure. We're not even talking about getting to court where they automatically hitting you with an 18-month sentence and asking and telling you there's no nothing else you can do but plea out to it. Think about that. I caught, let me tell you why. That plea deal, let me tell you something about the plea, the plea deal system in America. It's very scary. It's, it's, it's simple. And it's we very, very, it's very convincing. They would, the fear factor in a plea deal, because I took a plea deal. Yeah. And I got in trouble and I have, I have what's called a deferred prosecution and I won't go into detail. Yeah. Not deferred yet, prosecution. But yeah. But I got right. what's called a deferred prosecution in my situation. And y'all probably know that in a few episodes. Like, Play subscribe, it out. share. Y'all learn that later. But anyway, mm. what I'm getting at is I took my deal um, because it was a fear factor. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, damn, if I get actually, you know, if 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 I lose my fucking case. <laughs> yeah, but so what? At least you took the chance. I tell these people all the time where I, where I come from, I deal with a lot of people that have a lot of cases. I tell them, look... I literally took a gun charge that wasn't that the gun literally wasn't mine, but I took the gun charge right. and I wore it and I knew for a fact. I said, "Hey, all you got to do is present evidence, but you have none. Let's fight." What they expected me to do, man? Just take the plea, man. They Lawyer, beg me, plea. take the plea. Nah, man. Let's fight. If they really want to go to war, let's go to war. How about they send a letter to my uh to my attorney? Yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and drop all charges. Mmm. A charge is just a charge until we get there. If you plea out already, what what fight? I agree with you. Yeah, what, what court case? What? what? Let, let me interject. Ron, what you think about that? Do you agree? If, when, when it comes to the situation... If of, you plea out, you play it if out. If you plea out. Like, what, what, 
you know, ain't no fighting after that. Yeah, I mean, if you plead out, you telling them like, yo, yeah. microphone check, get close yeah. to the mic. I, I don't mean? feel I mean, like I know, did it. If you plead out, then it's over. Like you but telling I'm them like, yo, anyway. give me my time. I'm ready. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna accept that. Whatever, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna go. Yeah. Right, right. You don't but, know how much work a prosecutor has to do to get all that evidence to prove beyond a, beyond reasonable, a reasonable doubt, doubt. to other people that you are guilty of something. Yeah, it's a lot and of work. Black people are scared of that. A lot of money. Black people are scared of that. I'll be real. I'll just say it to be honest. Black people scared of that. I, now, how about I took scared. that? How about I, how about I got that charge dropped? And when I got a a, a bag of weed charge for like a point five, I got the eighteen months. Yeah. Right, because yeah. nobody forgets. But well, you, I but know, I fought. I wait a minute, wait, 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 Let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know. Oh, the district yeah, attorneys don't forget. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you got wait, wait, wait. Eighteen months for a point five. Yes, I did. A point five. And we, yeah. They and I got eighteen they months. Him, they couldn't get me on the gun charge. Other things. So they was like, you know what? Oh yeah, we get. I got, I, I got now, it is a thing. You got thing. a bad record already? No, 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 no. I didn't have a record already. Yeah, in the state of North Carolina. My records have been sealed since I was 16. You didn't have a bad record no. at all? Bro, cops pulled you over, but A year and a half. Yeah. Know, 18 no. months is a, it's a suspended sentence rule. That's a, man, that's a minimum. I know they got a certain guy. 18 months is a minimum. They got to go by them. Yeah. Yeah, they got to go by that. Yeah, points. Points on your record and all that. As far as everything I did as a teenager, it got sealed. Yeah, you know how that worked. Right. right. Everything that I did before I was 18 got sealed. Everything I got sealed. Right. Yeah. That was some bullshit, then. But they know, like I said, district attorneys don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell y'all. They don't. It's a it's a game. It's a war. They go. You 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 paying lawyers that already dealt with these district attorneys when yeah. they were in law schools and stuff, and they deal with each other on and a regular basis. Do, on a, All they're doing is you're paying them to pay to go to him and be like, hey man, my man paid me right. He all right. You know what I'm saying? Let him get a little cup. You know, let him live. If you do anything and else, if you don't drop him. That's this is that's the game. And I do agree that's with you. The game. If you don't think they have relationships they, outside of, of courtroom. Course. Public defenders and all, but guess what a public defender's job is? Public defender's job is just to show up. You think he's fighting for you. <laughs> all he got to do is show up and he gets a check. All he has to do is show up and show his face in the court and he gets a check. No matter what it is you want to do, no matter what it is if you want to plead to, he gets a check from the state. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to a check. <laughs> Why would they be for you and you ain't even paying them? Come on. RP, RP to my cousin who was a judge. Senior Judge Ola Lewis, Honorable Ola Lewis. I know a lot of people don't like her. I know a lot of people got sentenced, heavy sentences by her. But by me, <laughs> maybe because I am La Familia, <laughs> she looked out for me and, you know, and everything helped happen in my favor. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact I would not be sitting here with you if I didn't have her as a judge. I know that for a fact. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so... It, it, and the thing is, it's the saddest thing about this whole judicial system. It's never really about what you know. It's about money and who you know. What yeah. you know helps if you know your law. If, I knew right, the Constitution true. before yeah. I was 15 years old. I knew due process. I know the First Amendment. I know I don't got to <laughs> talk to a cop. I know that motherfucker can't search my shit. I know the law. To the point where I can talk shit to the police. I ain't going to lie. So I went through this whole... 
<laughs> Microphone check. I talk. Yeah. My brother, my brother be like, boy, you be talking to police down right. Well, I yes. gotta tell him how I feel. You are public bro, service. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. That's it. I, I, I ain't about to just got this. That's all you are. You are public servant. That's it. I'm gonna tell you something. There's no difference between me hitting you and hitting the damn post postman. Hey, look. I went through a drive Hey, look. They had, a, they had a roadblock. <laughs> I went through a roadblock. You know how you, you see on YouTube, you don't have to say nothing? I went through a roadblock one time. My black ass ain't say shit. Officer was like, where you going at? I have the right to remain silent. Yeah, I'm right, I do. Right, I got it. I don't have to do nothing but give you my been license drinking? and registration. That was like, have you been drinking? I have the right to remain silent. That's it. They looked at my... They got my ID. They got my license. They... And they gonna talk to you like you're a guilty person. I wasn't. I wasn't drinking. I was, you know. I was, you know. So what you got to hide? <laughs> they came back. Have a good day. Yeah. It was mad though, because yes. you know, I asked them because question. you knew the law. I knew the law though. Yeah. Right. I have the right to remain. You could be mad. Yeah. Be mad. I complete the fifth. Hey. If you tell, well, where you go? Why would I incriminate myself for anything? I don't have to say shit to you. Hey, look. Nothing. You know what I mean? That's hey, I'm that tell is. Y'all, I'm you can ask me if I'm a terrorist. I'm gonna sit there and look at him. Hey, I'm gonna tell y'all some crazy. You right. It worked. We don't have to talk. I was scared. I was scared. All I ask him, am I detained or am I free to go? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all how this shit be for me, right? I got pulled over downtown one day. No, you know, in downtown where? I, I got pulled over downtown by like a real cafe in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So the cops was like, the cops were saying they could smell, you know, marijuana. No. But I knew they couldn't smell it because it wasn't available to smell. Like you know. Mm. So they pulled me over there. The man, he like, you smell marijuana? He's talking to the other cop on the other side. I smell marijuana, man. So guess what I do? What? I like, you want to search the car? Go ahead. Ooh, they wasn't prepared for that. No. Nah. Nah, nah, they wasn't ready. They, they like, what? Really? I was like, you want to search You volunteered? Again? Again? I was like, you want to search the car? Go ahead. I had an eighth in my pocket. Now he was like, you know, you mind if I pat you down for weapons? Yeah, go ahead. Pat me down. So he pat me down. He searched my car for like 20 minutes. Damn. Looking through my trunk, all that. Yeah, the Lord, with you. Nah, look, he was like, You mind if I search you before I go? I was like, Yeah, you can search me. I just got a little bit of weed in my pocket. Oh, shit. Man was like, Why you ain't just tell me from the start? I like, Cuz you ain't have consent to search my car anyway, but I just let you do your job. I didn't want your officers to feel like this. Boy, he just I, gave him. He gave him motherfuckers a long night. Wait, 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 you let them search your car for 20 motherfucking minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had a weed in my pocket. I'm going to your ass up. He gave him a long night, boy. <laughs> and guess what I told the officer? Boy, I'm trying to go get some ass, man. Guess what he saying? You still going to go get some ass? You said, you said without, you without ass, the grass. Did you get ass that night? Oh. Without the grass. Okay, well, there you go. Love. Good God almighty. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Great Apes Cafe. Like, subscribe. Yes, it is. Yo, you funny. Hey, that was I trying to tell you, I got, I be having people with me too, so I got like actual, like I got actual people that I can Witnesses. bring on the show. Like, yeah, bro, like, God, yeah, bro, I, 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 I know how to just do my shit, bro. Yeah, right. Well, let me interject. So, I'm, I got to do my interview. So, I work with a good friend of mine who's sitting to my right, and I didn't realize he went through uh, a lot of trials and tribulations. And I was like, you know, he told me some shit he went through. And I, I said, bro, I want to interview you. I want to. I want you to, to tell your story because it's powerful. You know, if 
even if it takes one person at at everybody who's actually listening to my podcast, I respect you. I love you, definitely. But if you're listening and you hear this man and it deter you from doing bullshit, stupid shit, then that's that's job. That's job well done for me. And so I I'm I'm here at Ron House. I called my nigga up. He said, Tim, I don't know. I just I called him earlier, right? You know, you know, we 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 chuck drivers. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, he tired. Hey, bro, I'm I'm sleeping. Shit, I just woke up. I was making sure, you know, you good. And now we're drunk. And now I'm tipsy. <laughs> hey, wrong. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. Just, just a little, little bit. Please. You know what I mean? Check a lane, check a lane. <laughs> but I'm proud of this man. Because I forgot and I remember the story of him telling me. Tim, I did some time in prison. I listened, but I didn't listen. You know how you when you try to get out of work, you try to not bring work home. You try to make sure you just go to your <laughs> your wife, get some food to eat for your belly to get full. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Clean your mind. And I, I wasn't yeah. really paying attention, yeah. but he told me again, and I'm like, oh shit. He hit me with facts. This man went through some shit. And I said, you know what? I want, I want to interview you. And I want your story to be told that people can relate to it, you know? Um, so, Ron, I want... Tell me what happened to you. How how, how you get into an a area of prosperity now? Because Ron, I ain't gonna lie, Ron went through some bullshit. He did. Yeah. yeah. Am I lying? Hey. He ain't lying at all. How long? How long you was in there, bro? Go ahead. I just, just got to ask, bro. though. Go ahead and introduce yourself. To what happened? What I just got to ask. I mean, well, what happened was, you know, mm. keep it all the way one hundred. Keep it all the way one hundred. Like nigga was young. Nigga ain't really had no type of. And I believe yo, a lot of dudes, man, on demise, getting in trouble and shit, and catching them them long beds. Mm-hmm. It be because they just don't got no understanding, bro. Niggas be young. Facts. Ain't no type of male figure in your crib putting you on the game. Mm-hmm. Niggas right. don't know nothing. They learning everything from their homeboys. So niggas is learning from each other. And don't nobody know shit. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, niggas ain't telling me, bro, don't... Oh, listen, bro, tighten up, bro. Don't get no felony. Because if you get a felony now, man, you'll never be able to own no firearms. Get, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never hear that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit would have made me Facts. think different, bro. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know I couldn't get no gun if I ain't, you know what I'm saying? If I got knocked with a felony. Like, right, right. I ain't learned that until I got the felony. You feel me? So, you know, just different shit. Like, well, see, people, people, that's how people do that. They'll try to line you up. Like, you know what I'm saying? The thing is... People will try to line you up on stuff like that because they already know how it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, that's like, that's like the crab in the bucket effect. Oh, I, I should have... I got a felony, man. Shit, we gonna get used to felony, too. Right. Shit, we might... Right, right, right. So, right. Every, now everybody, you pull everybody... You trying to pull yeah. everybody... Everybody pulling on each other. Pulling yeah. everybody down. On the low, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas ain't been... Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know that, though. But yeah. that's really what's going on, It'd be, it be, big, it be you know bigger I mean? than what you think it is. Yeah. It's always bigger than what you, you think. think. Yeah, yeah boom. By the time you realize it's bigger than what you think, you're already in trouble. Ain't nobody putting nobody on in no game, bro. Right, 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 right. Niggas is hating. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's basically what it is. 
Listen, I don't fuck my life. I ain't about ten nigga on no Mic- game, microphone check. I was, right, I was right. blessed, blessed to learn in front of people that came before me. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, man. Like what one person do don't mean that determine what you got to do. Like that's real. But but goddess is a big key. Goddess, goddess is. is a big key. I realize, I realize that at a young age, I had to be. Wary of pretend gestures of admiration and, and in agendas. Mm-hmm. And I learned that when I was like 14, 13 years old. So when I got in trouble, it was always on my own. Everything I did was on my own. And I realized um, the last time I got in trouble, my cousin, R.P. to Judge Ola Lewis, she said, Tim, she said, Timothy, I sent my own brother to prison. For 25 years of life, do not think for one second, I won't send your black ass to prison. Mm. And I was scared because at that moment, I realized this this woman ain't lying. And I was 16 years old the last time I got in trouble. And by then, I got charged with 14 felonies. 14. Damn. 14. 14. I mean, see, I don't know your story God. yet. I'm keeping that close. He keeping his story for gang or something. 14. I don't know. He, I, I'm gonna find out his story. He keep, hey, he keeping no, it close. Wood, I ain't figured him out yet. Dang, Everybody gotta keep secrets. Well, you somewhere. you will fun? find out, and my audience will find out in the future. I won't disclose that. That's spooky because I don't want people to judge me. Get that freedom of information on your ass. We gonna find out. Well, you gonna have to pay some money. Pay some money. It's out there. But what I learned was. It's not about what you're doing. It's not about how you're doing. But it's how you prepare to change your mindset. Mm. It's not about even who you're hanging out with. I hate when I hear people say, oh, I had bad company. No, 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 nigga. If motherfuckers told you to jump off the bridge, are you going to jump off the bridge with them? Right. No. Right. You have to change your own ideology. What sacrifices mm-hmm. are you willing to make? When my own mother, my own flesh and blood, when she overdosed, I said, before that, I said, Mom, I love you. I want you to change your life for you. Not for me, because I want it. Not for my father, because he wanted, it. Not for my family. I want you to do it. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? You have to, you are your own God, right, when bro. it comes to what about when you were a kid, though? You learn when it as a as a child, you just learn from your environment. That's all. Right. But as a child, your but child like, really don't know anything. But like, can you say, um, that's on you, not because your environment or the guys you hanging around, like it's all your fault as a child? Yes and no. Mm. Because <clears throat> at what point? One when a person must learn what's the legal age of a child being becoming an adult? Eighteen by the law. That's, well, <laughs> the question is: in Egypt, at the age of thirteen, you was allowed to become a parent and to have to have sex. You don't know enough at thirteen, though. To be at thirteen, concerned. you don't no. know enough. That's absolutely right. Let me tell you something. I hear 
even my cousin, my, my, I have a cousin right now. I gotta talk to him because he's he's addicted to methamphetamine, and he know who exactly who you are. I won't say your name because I have love for you, but at what point is the deciding factor of choice? We all have choice. We all have a destiny of choice. If we don't have anything in fucking common, I'm not that tipsy, but I'm, I'm aware enough to realize this. You have choice no matter if it's positive or negative. Because when you really think about it, that's a perspective. If I kill somebody I like right... I said that. If I kill I like somebody right now... Perspective, right? Yeah. If I kill somebody right now, one can say, but that's wrong. But if that person was a murderer or... Or a rapist, then it's justified. Okay. When it comes to criminal activities, we justify it unconsciously. Shit that I did, I could easily justify it. But that that, that doesn't make it right this nor wrong. Yeah. Does yeah, it? Yeah, perspective wise. Let me that's go back perspective. on what you said. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. This shit, this shit that's right a deep conversation. Let me perspective wise, let me say this. And this is something I used to debate my mom about. Listen to what I say, because you could tell I said it before. When you said, uh, if everybody jump off a bridge, what? Are you going to jump off with them? Am I going to be the one sitting uh, uh, that dies trying to figure it out? Everybody else jump. Right. Am I going to sit here and question why I shouldn't jump? Am I, is, am I going to sit here and question, oh, uh, I'm, what's down there? Everybody jump. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the same thing as uh, to me as dealing with dealing with things in the street and dealing with life. You know what I'm saying? Some things Sometimes just gonna come jump. across you. Sometimes you jump. You ain't gonna have no choice about. You know what right. I'm saying? No, 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 no. Some no, things no. you you will have an option about. You have no choice, but you have choice. See, that's the that's the conundrum we live in in this well, world. Niggas don't even know they got but a choice. But perspective wise, perspective wise, you don't know if he had a choice. You don't know if he absolutely yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So it's, it's always like a puzzle at the end of the day. It's, Am I going to sit here to die and find out? You know what I'm saying? Everybody if, else jumps. If the world In fought, the street, if everybody else does one thing and you didn't do it, what is that considered? This is my thing, bro. Think about it. Think about it. On the G-Sense, if, if we all we all riding, we about, we here's Trey trying to get out the car. Right. <laughs> what do we consider him as? Mm, Untrustworthy. We treat, we, right, everything but what everybody else in the car but feels. It shouldn't right. be like that. That's fucked up. That's perspective, that's though. Up that even it's like pers- that, though, for, for the person that's like looking that, out and saying, hey, everybody else is doing this. Let me tell you something about I, I don't want to seem like I'm not like, like this. The, right. Right. The thing about it's it is, I feel like we as homo sapiens sapiens no homo, I ain't talking about no. I said Homo sapiens sapiens. Look it up. We as that species of 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 humans, we fail to realize the most important thing that we have that make us different from animal is the fact that we can consciously we got instinct. Not just no, think, no, no. I want to hear not it. just think for ourselves, but make a choice. When we think it for ourselves. And so animals don't have choice? Animals have mm-hmm. choice, but animals, animals do not. Animals don't have more free will but, than but, humans? 
but I f- Homo sapiens uh, sapiens. I'm just I'm going off of that. Homo uh, sapiens uh, sapiens. Hold on, right? I'm just going off of what we're saying. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When that deer ran across the street on your ass, motherfucker, he made a choice. That motherfucker could have sat his ass over there and waited. That motherfucker said he passed you and your car. (laughs) When it comes to the deer. Right. Every Every thing thing has a spirit. But this is not, not the type of spirit. What I'm since we about. talk, since we be on a beast theology, not beastiality, <laughs> but the beast situation, right? Let me let me digress and break it down. So, Ron, when you got in trouble, do you think you got in trouble because something you consciously did, or it was the instinct of doing? So when I got in trouble, boo. Hmm. Was you, in, was you in the spirit or was you was, in animal mode? I was in animal mode because I wasn't aware, bro. You was more on, like, tactical, right? Yeah, I was young. I wasn't aware. I haven't lived no type of life yet. Like, like I was a kid, bro. Mm-hmm. So I was unaware. So that was putting me, like, out there on, like, instinct mode because I wasn't moving off rational thought. What made you... I didn't know how to think yet, my nigga. What made you evolve your spirit? The fuck? Now he's vaping. Oh... Mm. Yeah, that's the video. That's a good alarm system. That shit threw me off. That's a good alarm system. I'm glad I got hey. that motherfucker. Shout out to my, <laughs> shout out to my yeah, producer, DJ Bombay. Um, testing my He's shit for so me, boy. I appreciate that. Hey, I'm going to say this. His hey, battery is fresh. fresh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. Back to Ryan, though. Hold on, hold on, man. So, what elevated your spirit, my G? What made well, you, what what ele- you want to, like, uh, just go to the higher level? Okay, I'm going to tell you what made me go to, like, okay, boom. When I, all right, before I went in, I was just like every other little regular young nigga not knowing nothing, just moving off with instincts, yeah. just moving off what I was influenced by. So when I finally was able to get out of this shit, prison yeah. took me out of this shit. This is the Matrix, bro. But when you went in, it's like you being unplugged. You know how the movie, you know what I'm saying? They unplug you from yeah. that shit. Yeah. That's like, like that's what prison is. And when they was in the Matrix, when that goddamn ship, what, I think it was called, what, the, um, Nebuchadnezzar or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar, yeah, yeah. So when yeah. they was on that ship, that reminds me of prison too. Cause they was in, they been there, they like these, like, like they on the ship eating goddamn beans out of a can yeah. on these raggedy ass clothes. That's yeah. prison. You feel me? You eating yeah. bullshit food with them raggedy ass clothes. Yeah. So I, I'm like, damn, this like this makes you feel like you yeah. know what I'm saying. I just got unplugged because I ain't caught up in all that bullshit. Yeah. Now. I'm hit. Mm. I ain't got to worry about that. I like, I like about that. that. I like that. You feel well, me? Well, let me ask you a question. How old was you when you got in? Like when you got in trouble? Nineteen. No, matter of fact, I just turned. I had turned twenty in March. I got locked out like nineteen. You feel okay. me? I mean, um, twenty. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what you got in trouble for? I had some arm robbery, some dumb shit. Just thinking it's a game, playing with them. You know what I'm saying? Right, Running around right. here. Yeah, doing dumb shit. What what yeah. what was the deciding? And I'm, I'm I'm on a podcast shit for real. What was the deciding factor to realize that I need to change my ideology to be a better person? I'm telling you, bro, when I got unplugged, when yeah. I went in there, it I was get you, I get your scenario. When you realize that you was... Yeah, it you was, was different. Like, when they took... I don't got to bring Microphone him Microphone my... Check. When they took him away from... Yeah, I ain't had the, the, the lifestyle, the... My problem was gone, you know? bro. You feel me? Right. I ain't had them problems no more. I ain't feel like... I had a rock. My nigga, I'm in prison. You ain't, got, you, you ain't got nothing here. to worry about. Everybody you, you worry here about, the same. You, you worry about something, but yeah. you... So I don't see this nigga driving no Benz and I'm riding a bike. So yeah. I don't... 
feel them type of envy, like because it's the same. It's the same. Everybody on the same level, my nigga. So, so on a Homo sapiens sapien level, what everybody got a common that's different from animals. We do you think at the end of the day you had a choice? Do you think like what was the deciding factor when you realize? Everybody else was driving business. He was riding the bike, though. Let's not forget that. I mean, that's the matrix, though, my nigga. But when I got unplugged, I realized that that shit don't mean nothing. Like, the only thing that mattered, my nigga, is just um, righteousness and unrighteousness. So either you're going to be righteous or you're going to be unrighteous. All the religions, they'll just label that they get those type of shit. But at the end of the day, either going to be a righteous person or unrighteous person. It's the moves. Yeah, that's it. Let me tell y'all something. Me and Ron work together. And I never, I mean, I remember him telling me he got in trouble. But when he broke it down like chemistry, I said, bro, I want to interview you. And I want you to tell your story that's a legacy. What can you tell people who see this podcast, this episode? This is your episode. Yeah. I'm... What, what, what can you tell the audience that could be impactful for, for them not to make or repeat the same mistake that you did. But if you had to tell yourself but those I tell years my young ago, self, right? your young self, before you got in fucking trouble, what would you do different yeah. than not be? Because I ain't gonna lie. I'm proud of this man. Let me tell you something about this man. He's gangfully employed. He does his job. He's a trainer. He trains people to drive 18-wheelers. He shows up on time at work. He does what he needs to do. He's not worried about bullshit. He's not worried about pretend gestures of admiration and hidden agendas. What he's worried about is making sure the job get well done. And I don't know too many people who've been in this situation. You know, a lot of people make excuses, more excuses to the prostitute in church. You know, he he don't make excuses. He owned up to it. He took accountability. And he go to work. And I'm happy to actually have have you on this episode. Would you but ask I, me? I want to know is what would you tell? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you young. what I tell them, bro. What I tell them, like what I tell my young self or anybody, like you know, what I'm saying like confused and shit at a young right. age, don't know where to go. Right. I tell them like, yo, man, <clears throat> what you gonna have to do, bro? You gonna have to separate yourself, isolate yourself, and you gotta find yourself. And the only way to really find yourself, my nigga. To study self and to read and just like get some type of like educate yourself, bro. There's millions of books out here, and there's books out here. Like when I was in prison, I read, my nigga. That's how I did my time. You know what I'm saying? That's how I changed. Give me a book that was like really, really impactful. A book that was life changing for me. There's so many I read, but what you mean, like spiritual? Like what you mean, like any book that just stood out that made you realize, like, damn, um, this is really deep. Um, um, I want to say from um. Hmm. Might be over there on that bookshelf. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my nigga gotta get up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Great Apes Cafe. I yes, hope you is. like subscribe, just share. I got, a, I got a colleague of mine, Mr. Ron. Why did they show me that? Hold it up. Hold him up for the camera one time. He gonna bring him up. He gonna bring him up. Go ahead, see out the things. You can sit right down yeah. right here. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, 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 I handle it. Gosh, let me tell you something. Uh, 
know if I want to show y'all this. Let me tell y'all something. 12 years is a long time. And when, when somebody's able to consciously change their perspective to be a oh, better... He his comedic... Th- yeah, he know he's... To be a, yeah. Facts. To be a better human being. I, I love right. that. Okay. All right, all right. He, he dropped because I put him on some good wine. Go ahead, tell me about that. But yeah, what was, kind of, kind of nice that's right now, that's but what happened when you hang out with your Uncle Elroy. What? <laughs> this one is from Superman to Man. This is a phenomenal book. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So this basically, I ain't going to tell you, you know what I mean? But this basically like a conversation between a, a black guy and a white guy. I forgot what year. Like, I read this a long time ago. Like, um, I read it in prison and I read it. And when I got out, I bought it again. Mm-hmm. I read it when I first got out. I forgot what year it was. It's in the past, maybe like 1970 something. I don't know. Okay, okay. What was, what was that fundamental? Because I remember when I got in trouble, I'm like, man, I ain't fucking coming back to jail. See, the difference is mm-hmm. my colleague went to prison. But what was that, what was that fact that we use like, man, bro, the moment I taste freedom? I should read this, bro. Yeah, What's the yeah, name of that book? Bro, What's the name of that book? What that do for you right now? What that do for you right now? What's uh, the name Mike of that Chad. book? What's the name of that? Tell me what that do for you? Medunetta. So Medunetta. Now it's a series. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? This is volume two. Yeah. Um, I gotta get Word. volume one again. I gotta get volume one again, man. But like the Medunetta, bro, is basing it down. I mean, it's, it's breaking down, bro. Ancient comedic mystery systems. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's breaking down their way of life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They spiritual system. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Ancient Egyptians, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Let me say so, something. Before the Kabbalah. Yeah. Before all that. That's, this was original. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So they're breaking you down. And that boy is TK Sharp. Hey, I was blessed, man, to come up with. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. When I came up, I had over my, um in my mom's living room, they had a picture of Africa, the Pan-African flag, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and, uh, and uh, Nelson Mandela. And before I left the house, my mom would ask me who these people are and what do they mean? And I was able to tell her who Nelson Mandela was, what he meant to, to, yeah. to the African struggle. I was able to tell her who Malcolm X is and what he is to the African-American diaspora. And I was able to tell her who Mal- uh, Martin Luther King was to the African-American experience yeah. in America. Right. Have these conversations. Right. Have the, that's where, yeah. where we lost our, to right. be honest, where we lost our black that's power. That's history, bro. But that's, that's all our black power. Yeah. The comedic structure was our power. Right. And I feel I agree with him hundred percent. Classic. Yes, I agree with him. Facts. Carter, Carter G. Okay. Uh, Woodson. Yeah, but it just like I say, but when you ask me like what I tell somebody, ah, yo, if I can tell my old self, I'd be like, yo, bro, man, just sit down, read, learn yourself, try to understand yourself, and just um, you know, and I give them, you know, you know, you know, bro, go find yourself in these books, bro, because you because mm-hmm. you are in these books, bro. You know what I'm saying that's where you at, bro. You ain't out here on social media. You ain't right. out here in the club. But well, you in these books, bro. You feel right, me? They trick right. you. I mean, so buy yourself, bro. I'm, 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 I'm blessed to have you on these streets, man. For real. I'm gonna give you your flowers, man. I'm, Let I'm, me tell I'm you all something. black men to come home for real. I didn't know. I mean, I, I had this situation where he told me he, he got in trouble. You know how you listen, but you're not listening, right? Yeah, because you at work, bro. She at work. But I listened and I said, I want you to tell your story. And you know, I, even if you feel like it's it's not, it's not on point. If it's not magnanimous, 
it's inferior. You don't feel like your self-worth is worth enough to have a podcast. This man spent 12 years of prison. Mm. And when I tell you this nigga come, come to work every day, do what the fuck he needs to do uh, as yeah, a black I like man. coming to work. And get his money and his grind. We work at the same place. I won't tell you the name. It's none of your motherfucking why, business. Why not? Hey, I'm gonna to say this for Ron. That he doing what the fuck he need to be doing. You'd be surprised what you take for granted, man. Yeah, bro. You'd be surprised what the what what options bro, and what own. opportunities you granted, have bro. and you take for granted, bro. I, on, bro. I fell back to the matrix, bro. Like I was on the cusp of that life, man. But thank God I got a prayer mama that prayed me through it. You know what I'm saying? And, and made sure I was I was a free man. Shit, I am fucked yeah. up. Like this world shit, bro, it's fucked up out here. Tell like, you. Like the influence out here. It really ain't nothing but a motherfucking lie. It's a dream. It's something that's going to take you down. You know what I'm saying? Like but, a, but when they strip this shit away, like when you get all this shit stripped away, no TV, no video games, yeah. no social media, no bitches. Oh, hey, 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 look, I feel He said, no what? No females in your life. Good God. You know what I'm saying? Good God. Hey, hey, life, life go on without you. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I love my little female friend. She, <laughs> that was the worst part for me. Man. She poor. Life go on. She do life her little bees and all that. She cool too. Hey, but when you, ain't got that, you need that in your life, boy. But I like her. So all you got is yourself. And you lucky you got me. a pen pal. Yeah, you know. A lot of niggas, they fall victim in there. Like niggas just joining gangs. Like niggas is lost. Nigga just trying to find himself so niggas don't even know what it looks so nigga look right. at the gangs and boom. Because bullshit. And the, what, America, it, what America successfully did to my black community and, I, and I'm not trying to make it about race but it has to be made about race right now is that they successfully separated the black man from the house. Hell yeah. The... I let me erase this, the skin color. They did that they, with the, they the Democrats did that. They successfully the erased Medicaid and shit. the Welfare. man from the household. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when you have people running astray, doing things that they shouldn't be doing, they lack the form of self-discipline. And you know, America know, the world know, that children cannot be self-disciplined to have to learn self-discipline. So I don't want to. Be you know what I mean? Don't <laughs> <laughs> be mad at me. <laughs> I do get mad. Bad, no, no, no. You right. You're it not was, wrong. Was, what you just said. Person. I hate it. <laughs> Let me you tell you something. You can say person. the Democrats yeah, did that. Oh, fuck it. I'm gonna I do told it. you <laughs> that. You said the Democrats did that. I tell you the government did that. Yeah. The, because yeah. it's a part of their plan. <laughs> When you look at Section 8, separating the man from the household, we would give a woman money if, as long as you do not marry this man. This is all a plan. I don't mean to be to sound so derogatory, but it's the truth. It's the utmost truth. And it's, Democrats love black folks, so they're going to be the one to tell you, like, yo, man, we need these right here. You don't need no man, yo. We're going to give you this right here. Fuck a man, you know what I'm saying? We're going to take care of you. We're going right. to be your man. I don't know about love you, but they need you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, most that's the people, they, they say they would agree with that. They listen to them because they and, love and, black and folks. Ain't no race voting for Democrats but us like that. But so it's, it's bigger real. than Democrats. That's <laughs> a, it's a whole separate episode, but I'm so happy. I'm so happy to see this man to my right get up and go to work every day. Yes, love. And do what the fuck you need to do legally. This my man, yo. I you got know what him. I mean? What happened? Um, I mean, we ain't going to buy the yard thing, though. 
I won't go into detail. Yeah, yeah. Like, we ain't gonna detail, but just just know that. Know what I'm saying? I got another situation. I had an accident. My man witnessed it, and you know he facts. came and told him. You know what I'm saying? The facts, like yo, this facts. what happened. It wasn't his fault. That's what happened. You know what I mean? So you know, right? Know what I'm saying? That's a real and, dude, and man. You know who you are to the motherfuckers who hate the fact that he came out this on a positive end. You know exactly who you are. People who seen this, who where we work at, I hope you see this. You know who you are. Let me talk. Well, give me seventeen seconds to the yeah. motherfucker who said that I shouldn't have an interview with my friend Ron. Who said Fuck that? you. Who said that? Fuck you and whoever designed you. Because it couldn't have been God. It had to have been the devil. Right, right. Devil. This nigga was hating on me like and you know who you are, and you know who you are <laughs> on the job, hating on the fact that my yeah, friend, tell me who that was, boy, my colleague, uh, my I know who it was, though. you know, you already know who I it know is. Who it was. You ain't even got to. But I wonder why he would say don't have an interview. Like what? Like yeah, what would somebody. make him say that though? Like he don't even know me like that. I'm gonna so, tell you why he said that. You you want to know why he really said that? Why? I'm happy you said that. The why reason why. <laughs> The reason why this employee said what he said is because misery love company. Oh, okay. When a man of age don't have all the things that he always wanted in life, that don't interview wrong. miserable, they hate to see somebody else happy. Your happiness, sometimes your positive energy upsets their demons. Your positive energy Energy Yo, upset you know their demons. I'm about to go into the majors on him. I'm about to become, I'm about to be on his ass, bro. I'm about to be a monster. No, no, on no, his no. Ass, Let yo. me tell you something about this. I'm about to be on his ass. I'm going to tell man, you something right. about this. Sometimes, by saying nothing, by saying nothing and watching a nigga dig at themselves their own home, yeah. that's the best, that's the best victory. Well, I'm going to be wondering. And you know who you he, are. Right? He, don't don't name. he don't say brother back to me no more. He prayed, bro. <laughs> you know who like, he is? Listen, he's prayed, bro. He's fooled, bro. He's nothing like I don't. See, you got these niggas out here trying I to like, say today. We don't. Yeah, we we'll tell you after on, the podcast over what we talking about. <laughs> that nigga's a fish, like, bro. Like, you is fooled out here, bro. He's you worse is, than that. He ain't nothing. even Plankton. Let me tell you something about Plankton. Plankton is a good ecological substance that's needed for the ecosystem to work. Mm-hmm. He's useless. He's worse than Plankton. He's nobody. But when you think about this, though, and you, I'm going to give you a hint on you who know who you are. When you're 60 years old, you have nothing to show for. Mm. Mm. You ain't got no offspring. You ain't got no yams. Dang. You ain't got no house. You, you got a got little no car. All they got is a good job. And a good job. That's a great. Oh, we got free air. <laughs> and you know who you are. But what, look what you got, Ron. You got a beautiful child that's about to come in this world. You have a story that need to be told. Got a nice house, bro. You got a beautiful, beautiful house. Beautiful. You have good wine that. that I didn't drink yet. And I hope I get another cup. <laughs> I drink you got some good. Bottle, man. This your bottle, that's your bottle. I'm talking about go back. I'm talking about your bottle. Shit. If he yeah. drank my bottle, Who I hope I drink him home. Yeah, but what I'm good. getting at is rock. you got a life to live. Yeah. And you're not yeah. 60. Yeah. I ain't mad. When you're bro. 60 years old, this, this is all I, I hope for. I'm not worried about the materialism in this world. I can't take none of that with me. I hope that my sons are able to learn one fundamental thing 
from every anything that we you, you any podcast, any motherfucking episode, is you learn self-discipline because self-discipline cannot be taught. Mm-hmm. It has to be learned. And pain, unfortunately, we as Homo sapiens sapiens have to learn bullshit through pain. Pain is what makes you stronger. Pain is the identifying marker that makes you a better human being. Ron had to go through some shit. Only Ron had to go through. Nobody else had to go through for him to be a better human being was through that pain. He had to go through that. And now when he look at himself now and he look back at his old self, he could honestly say to himself, well, shit, I'm a better human being. I got a house. I'm happy. I got a wife or girlfriend, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Whatever he got is better than he had 12 years ago. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah, proud of that. Yeah. When, he, when I asked him, can I do a podcast? It wasn't for clout. It was the fact that he went through the most important fact to go through. Last nigga, you get cut off. I ain't shit. Pain is necessary to go <laughs> in this world. This heartless world don't give a fuck about you. Especially yeah. people who do not look like you. I'm not being racist. But people who do not look like you, dog, don't really give a fuck about you. But what I see is the humanitarian, the, humani- the humanity in Ron. The humanity is so many other black people who go through jail and prison. When I did that podcast with Larry Hoover Jr., everybody, oh, you doing this for clout? No. The humanitarianism, the humanity in, is the fact that a son want their father free. How many times? That's so cliche in black America. Their father is in prison. Their father is in shackles. Their father is not going to make it to home because they had to go through some bullshit that the family cannot know. How many, how many times that happened? We, I'm not even including the 400 years of slavery. I'm not even including, including Jim Crow. Huh, let that sink in. When I heard about my homeboy Ron's story, it touched me because I remember dad, when you see this, okay, bad, when your black ass was in prison, daddy, when he was in prison, it touched me. I remember the time he couldn't make it that Christmas. But when he did make it to that motherfucking Christmas, Lord have mercy, that was an awesome motherfucking Christmas. Probably the best Christmas I ever had. Then I got that bicycle that my fat ass mama sat on and broke the training wheels and I had to learn how to drive a bike. This guy had crazy, man. RP to my mama. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. RP, I'm not dissing my family. I love my family. (laughs) What I'm getting at is pain is necessary to grow in this world, but it's so important that you learn from it. And I get tired of, like, even my cousin right now, you know who you are. He's addicted to drugs. He'd blame everything on his parents. Bitch, at least your parents had the audacity to have you in this world. They did their part. You got to figure it out. You 21. Don't blame, oh, I do this because my parents did this. Or somebody did that. Quit having all these blame games. Take accountability, just like my nigga Ron did. He took accountability. He learned from it, and he persevered and thrived. This is why I have a podcast. This is Great Apes Cafe. Great appreciation for people, entertainment, and success. And I hope all of my audience learn from this. I hope my friends learn from this. Even if you think that me and TK had an argument. No. No. We had had a difference 
that had a causality to learn from the truth. There you go. That's what we had. Y'all motherfuckers better recognize. I need some other. That's my dog. <laughs> pain. Pain. Hey, pain. season two. You don't think I don't know pain. This is season pain. motherfucking pain. two. Season two, baby. Great Cafe. Pain. I'm at my nigga Ron house. And I owe that nigga Ron a bottle of bamboo. Whole lot of drink out. <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you for your hospitality, bro. Yeah, we no really problem, appreciate man. it, man. You know, anytime, man. Huh? Much respect, more to come. Man. Much respect, more to come. man. Yeah. I told, I told y'all this. But we have been talking about it. Me and Tim have been talking about it. I told that nigga Ron. I told that nigga Ron. And we got the stupid lineup coming hey, for y'all. I came here. I came here. Crazy. I came here. I need to drive my two bag. And my man was like, "Yo, I got you." Hey, I ain't going to lie. I drunk so much alcohol, I got to go pee-pee. So I'm going to let them talk. I'll be right back. We love y'all. My man. The alcohol burning that boy. <laughs> Pull out a drink out of the box.